if and when the vaccine comes. It will be safe and effective. If and when it comes, it will indeed be safe and effective. And if you say otherwise, who's take well, the shot? You we're going to have to take you off the say, internet. Put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. Well, here I am. And you can get that shot right <laughs> there in the parking lot of Walmart. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. Oh, well, here God I am. answered their prayers. <laughs> he made the smartest men and women. Well, well here I am. Well, at least the, the affirmative action the hires. Doctors, anyway. The researchers. He made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to yeah. us. Well, God to us. Uh, can you feel you. the blessings? I need you the to blessings let them that are know raining that down upon us from God. Angels pandemic, brought the vaccine. This is probably what women believe. Because women believe in angels. And angels systemic racial injustice, which exists today. And if there's a denier, I will take you on any day because I've seen it. African American researcher who invented. The virus. He was told the formula for the virus by an angel. You are 100% effective against hospitalization and death. Hundred percent. Those are the statistics we need to be hearing. Why haven't we heard that before? Well, here I am. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. Yes, you're, you're vaccinated. One, but you're you know the there's sheep. people out there who aren't listening you're to God. Obedience. What God wants. Right, there's people you who don't this. listen to the government. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go uh, out to go and talk to about it. We need you to tattletale on the people who aren't vaccinated and get them banned from going out in public. Morning, children. After much delay, I finally get around to recording the podcast. Holy shit. I also, I just want to take a moment 
after the last episode where I told everybody about putting the swim ear into my eye, burning my eyeball. It has finally stopped burning, and I would just like to say thank you for the amazing amount of sympathy that was just outpouring from the audience, from my listeners, and of course the amount of sympathy I received from you was none whatsoever, which is exactly what I expected, you fuckers. The only people you get sympathy from is women when you're injured, right? You're injured, you break your leg, and chicks are all like, oh, you broke your leg. And of course we know the only reason women give you sympathy when you're injured or you're sick or whatever is so that they can get attention. Look at me giving you sympathy because you broke your leg. See how I'm giving you sympathy because you broke your leg? Look at me. Look at me. Hey, can you post a picture on Instagram of me giving you sympathy because you broke your leg? Maybe people will probably like that picture. I'll get a lot of likes on a picture of me giving you sympathy because you broke your leg. So anyhow, since nobody in my audience other than literally Hitley Fangirl is a woman, that means none of you gave me any sympathy for putting alcohol in my eyeball because none of you needed any attention. I got to get an audience that needs attention. That's really what I need to focus on. Oh, wait, I don't have titties. I'm, never mind. Where were we in this fucking clusterfuck? Good morning, children. You might, I don't know yet, you might not get this podcast until Sunday. If it shows up on Saturday, well, I'll count your blessings. If it shows up on Sunday count your blessings. If it doesn't show up at all, count your blessings because you are blessed, my friends, because God, yes, God, dog spelled backwards, God sent his angels to the WUVAX researchers and told them how to make the WUVAX so that we could all receive the blessings of God. Now, of course, some of us, like myself, have rejected the blessings of God. Yeah, we are heathens. Remember, remember when everybody was running around talking about how, oh, to go out in public, you should have to show proof of vax. Not everybody. Leftist, libtards, vaxtards, free tards, 2020 tards, woo vaxers, all those people. Remember when they were running around talking about how, well, you should have to show proof of vaccination to go out in public, right? And now when 14-year-old high school athletes drop dead from heart attacks and people like me say, well, was that person vaccinated? These same people say, somebody's vaccination status isn't any of your business. Just, just never forget, guys. Never forget. Never forget. Never forgive. You know, it reminds me. I need to talk about this. This doesn't have anything to do with bat labs or vaccines. Well, actually, it does. I haven't done my income taxes for this year yet. Last year, I did my income taxes, and here's what happened numerically. Last year was a full year, you know, last tax year, full year working here in South Dakota doing what I do. I compared that, my income that year, to my last full year in the People's Republic of Fort Collins working for Waylon yutani and the Umbrella Corporation here in South Dakota, after the Wuhan hoax, I made $16,000 less that year. The Wuhan hoax, literally Hitler, cost me $16,000 a year. Now, some of you may say, great one. Didn't you say that the company here pays you more? 
They pay me more. Yes, they pay me more by the hour, but I work less hours. The net result is I made $16,000 a year less because of the Wuhan hoax. And I'm sure you have been impacted in similar ways by the Wuhan hoax. I'd like to remind you that it is very important for you, for me, for us to never forgive and never forget. Republican Montana Representative Matt Rosendale Rosendale, Rosendale, Rosendale. Republican Rosendale, Rosendale, Rosendale is working to defund similar research at the NIH lab in his home state. He will, of course, fail at this because he is a Republican and he is impotent. The facility we're talking now again about the bat facility at csu if you didn't listen to the previous episodes then you're gonna have no idea what i'm talking about the facility will be built just 380 feet from the border fence of university land to neighboring houses which i mean okay guys look this bat lab that may or may not have these viruses in it it's 380 feet from the fence and then on the other side of the fence our houses. Guys, once again, this this anti-vax, anti-science propaganda, this has to stop. It's 380 feet away from the fence. Guys, viruses can only go six feet and then they stop. We know this. This is settled science. 380 feet is much more than just six feet. The safety factor here is huge. All kinds of viruses could get out of this building, but they can't go anywhere because they only travel six feet. Then they stop. We know this is true. You and I, see, we're the smart ones. We know that viruses only travel six feet because God sent angels to tell us this. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but you look at Fauci, the reason Fauci has what, what we consider strange mannerisms sometimes, and the reason he'll say, well, on one day he'll say you need to wear a muzzle, and another day he says you don't need to wear a muzzle, and then he'll say the vax is 100% effective, and then he'll say that the vax is not effective unless you get the 17th booster. See, the reason Fauci says all of these things that seem contradictory to you and I, us low intelligent mortals. You see, Fauci is an angel playing five-dimensional chess. We are not capable of understanding because Fauci sees the past, the present, the future all at once because he is part of the host of God. And he is holy. And he is outside of time and space. He is the angel of science. 
And so there's so much wisdom and knowledge that he has for him to communicate that to us in a language that we can understand. It's difficult for us to understand. Everything he says is truth. He's an angel. He is of the host. He is purity. We are just so impure that we cannot accurately comprehend the glorious message that he is bringing to us. You know, think about Moses when he saw that burning bush, how confused he was and the voice comes out of the sky, you know, and the lightning writes the commandments on a stone and all this stuff. And it's the same thing. Fauci talks on TV and you and I were just confused because we cannot comprehend the awesomeness and the power of an angel of God who's bringing the message of the Wuhan vaccination to us lowly people. And people like you and me who have still not vaxxed, who have still not been baptized. You know, we really need to consider our sins. The facility will be built just 380 feet from the border fence of university land to the neighboring houses. And in November 2022, the county that houses CSU announced a public meeting to discuss plans for the bat lab. A notice was sent to people living within 500 feet of the proposed building because the virus only goes 500 feet and then stops. At the meeting, the Larimer County Planning Commission approved construction unanimously. Well, imagine that. The government approved the construction of a building which may or may not house viruses that will kill people, and they approved it unanimously unanimously imagine that oh you know without the government without the government who would look out for people you know without the government here's a question so i read yet another article today while i was fucking off and avoiding podcasting and the reason you may not get this today is because i have to go to work today i gotta do a gig tonight I read yet another article about the thing we're going to get back to eventually, plastics in the environment fucking up people's biology. This is from a quote-unquote real news source. Among the arguments that stupid people make about my government, you know, who would build the roads, who would educate the children. One of the more intelligent arguments I myself multiple times have pointed out, this is, in my consideration, an actual problem that has to be thought about and considered. In Encapadice, who prevents pollution? In Encapadice, let's say that corporations could somehow magically continue to exist without the government, even though if you remove the government, you can't have a corporation. A corporation is a fictitious entity, the existence of which is enforced by government, right? It's like trannies. I mean, trannies, these men who are pretending to be women, these are fictitious entities. They're men, they're not women, but the government whether it's federal government, state government, local government, your school board, you know, whatever it is, they force you to pretend that this man 
on the girls' volleyball team is a girl. This is pretend. Everyone knows if you take away the government, that man turns back into a man. He's not a girl. Corporations are the same thing, right? Corporations exist because the government forces people to pretend they exist. Without government, there's no such thing as a corporation. You could still have a bunch of people get together with a bunch of money and do evil shit, okay? But it's not a corporation. It's not an entity that's protected by the legal system of the government because there's no government. So in Ancapidice, who would stop groups of evil people from dumping chemicals into the environment that cause birth defects? This is a real question. The counterpoint to though is we live in a can't talk. We live in, I was trying to say society and system at the same time, and all that came out was, we live in a society that has a statist government, and who's stopping all of these corporations that are making all these plastics from dumping all these chemicals into the environment? Well, nobody is. So to sit here and say, without a government, who's going to prevent pollution? We have a government. It's not preventing pollution. Once again, I will say, why is it global warming, for which there's no evidence, just accepted as absolute truth? Chemicals from plastic, which you can actually detect, well, it's a right-wing conspiracy theory. We'll just totally ignore that. And we know the answer. We do know the answer. We know the answer. The answer is women. Women and feminized men, effeminate men, want convenience. Plastic is convenient. That was another tangent brought to you by the great one himself, the founder of the Cynical Libertarian Society on the internet since 1999, podcasting for 18 years, who is right, who is always right, who has always been right, who has never been wrong. You are welcome. Yes, at the meeting, the Larimer County Planning Commission, in other words, the government, which is in theory supposed to look out for the citizens instead of, you know, cutting the dicks off of their children and importing immigrants. The Larimer County Planning Commission approved construction unanimously, but residents voiced their concerns. More than a dozen say they were worried about research in the new facility spreading diseases like Wuhan, false assurances of compliance to state and federal laws, noise pollution, and concerns the NIH bribed CSU to establish the facility. I don't know if the NIH has to bribe CSU to establish this facility. They build this facility, they will get all sorts of funding, money, attention. I really don't think, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying, I just, I remember I worked for these people at CSU for eight years. I really don't think bribery was necessary.
Residents also said the state should not be wasting time on researching bats and should be investigating vaccine injuries, ventilator deaths, and jail-like hospitals. I mean, I wonder if anybody in Fort Collins actually had the balls to say actually that. Why don't you spend this money investigating vaccine injuries, ventilator deaths, and jail-like hospitals? That's funny. Remember, guys, hospitals are where you go to die. Stay the fuck out of hospitals. Additionally, an initiative called the Wuhan Bat Research Moratorium of Colorado wants to put the project on hold. Guys, the Wuhan Bat Research Moratorium of Colorado. Or to shorten that, a bunch of white women with worthless diplomas who don't want to get real jobs and thus formed a nonprofit. All right, everybody hang with me for a minute. I did not do this. The great one was not prepared for this podcast. Everybody goes, yeah, what else is new? We know you're not prepared. The only thing, great one, you've done competently lately is squirt alcohol into your eyeball. Other than that, you have been pretty much a complete fuck up. Well, yeah. I can't argue with that too much. Let me put this in here. Wuhan Bat Research Moratorium of Colorado. WuhanBats.org. That's the name of their website. It's obviously it's not Wuhan, okay? covidbats.org that's literally stop the Wuhan bat research lab in Fort Collins we are a nonpartisan okay nonpartisan <laughs> okay so okay we we are we are whoever we are i'm going to look we're going to see if we can find a who we are we so how many of the we's involved in this how many of those we's do you think are anti abortion how many of these we's do you think believe there are only two sexes? How many of those we's want to stop immigration? How many of those we's consider the hoax a cost to be a hoax? We are a nonpartisan grassroots group. That's what all government, that's what every government funded agency says. We're a nonpartisan grassroots group created to halt the NIH funded Wuhan Bat Research Lab planned to be built by CSU in Fort Collins. So you came together specifically for this. Oh, they have a Facebook page. Oh boy, that's going to get shit done. Contact, send us a message, call or email these representatives. Okay, who are you? About, there's a picture of an open field. Great. History, we're idiots. Um, oh, they have a fag tag. Fag tag, no COVID bats foco. You can fag tag them on social media. Oh my God, this is fucking gay.
CSU gave citizens short notice on November 30th, 2022, about a public meeting to be held on the inconvenient date of December 21st, snuck into the holiday break. Well, yes. I mean, if you're going to do something like this, you do it during holiday time when people are busy with other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Call it right, these representatives. Okay, yeah, whatever. Your your politicians aren't going to do it. Your politicians have already approved this. All right, so anyhow, there's no information here about the actual people that are involved. If I pop over to the Facebook page and I have a look at this. Erin might be a white woman, hard to tell from the picture. Christine, white woman. Uh, William. Joy, looks like a white woman. There's Dave. Amanda, white woman. There's Dave again. Scott. Tino Gonzalez. Lance, Christina, white woman. Look, anyway. All right, we're done with this for now. That was a no about page. I just wanted to see who was running this organization. It's white women that have too much free time. Girls, you're not going to stop this from happening. The, this is a big part of the delusion in the United States is that dumbass people think, well, they don't think. They're under the delusion that they can stop things like this from happening. Okay? You can't stop men from going into the women's bathroom. How are you going to stop the government... CSU, Fort Collins, State of Colorado, federal government of the United States. How are you going to stop them from coming together and building this research lab? You are absolutely delusional. You are powerless. Completely powerless. Go get a real hobby, girls. Like, I don't know, making babies. All right, additionally, initiative called COVID Bat Research Moratorium of Colorado wants to put the project on hold, saying on its website, more information should first be compiled regarding a, quote, possible Wuhan bat lab leak and gain of function research in Wuhan, China, unquote. However, CSU insists the facility will follow the strictest biosafety standards and have oversight of its biosafety compliance by multiple organizations. Well, there'll be multiple organizations involved in this. What could possibly go wrong? Because the more organizations you have involved, that's the better things will be. CSU says, quote, this building and the research inside are safe. CSU has studied infectious diseases since the 1960s and has a long track record of expertise, safety, and compliance. Bats will be contained within the building at all times. The building will be highly secure 
and specifically designed for housing bats and low-risk research. Low-risk research you could do in that building. Once again, we come back to what I've said a gazillion times now. That floor plan is either wrong or nobody's doing deadly infectious diseases in there. All right? We've, I've explained that enough times. Everybody's with me. In all honesty, once again, I worked for these people for eight years. CSU actually does have a long track record of doing this without fucking up. We know this because we're all still alive, right? The virus in there that kills 90% of the people that infects within 15 days hasn't gotten out, or if it did, it just went six feet and stopped. We know this because 90% of the population isn't dead. We, there's air quotes on there, also know that a prion escaped from the lab and it's now known as chronic wasting disease and it kills deers. Now, of course, I have no documentation of that. I can't prove this. I'm not trying to prove it. If you believe me or don't believe me, I don't give a flying fucking shit one way or the other, right? God did not send me as an angel messenger of the fucking chronic wasting disease to preach unto you where it came from. Give a flying shit. But it's true. For the, considering Once again, considering everything that goes in and out of those buildings, all the 18-year-old college students that go in there. Guys, it, I'm serious. There's 18, 19-year-old college kids inside rooms with fucking viruses that are engineered to be bioweapons. Do you know how stupid an 18-year-old is? I mean, there's a lot of potential places for this to fall apart and to fail, and it really hasn't. Because if you just do shit the right way, if your building is built the right way and everybody follows the fucking directions and does what they're supposed to do, it actually is pretty fucking safe. Can you still fuck up? Is there always a chance of fucking up? There's always a chance of fucking up. But it actually is pretty fucking safe if you do shit the right way. The counterpoint to that, as I've said on other topics before, is you only have to fuck up one time in order to fuck up one time and kill 90% of the population. So I'm not saying it's so dangerous it should never be done. I'm not saying there's no danger at all. Here we go. Back to the, what is this stuff called? Ervibo. This is the vaccine. We talked about this back in the first episode of this little series here. This is what, the fourth episode now where we've talked about all this stuff. Which is to prevent Ebola virus. Which I mispronounce a lot of the time. I think Ebola is the correct. I call it Ebola. 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 I call it various things. All right. We talked about all this. Studies. Adverse reactions. Now, I don't know this study that's in front of me. I don't know if this is 
the only study on this or if this is just one study out of multiple studies on this vaccine. I have not read this entire thing word for word. It's about 12 pages long. I have skimmed through it. I did not watch the YouTube video, so I am not an expert. Because clinical trials are conducted under widely varying conditions, adverse reaction rates observed in clinical trials of a vaccine cannot be directly compared to rates in the clinical trials of another vaccine and may not reflect the rates observed in practice. So because the clinical trials are conducted under widely varying conditions, okay, the clinical trials under varying conditions, yes, that's called reality. Reality has varying conditions in it, okay? Adverse reaction rates observed in the clinical trials, skip, 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 may not reflect the rates observed in practice. So the results we get in our trials may not reflect the results we get in the real world. Nonetheless, it has been proven safe and effective. Even though it says right here on page three at the very top, section six, adverse reactions, section 6.1, clinical trial experiences. Adverse reaction rates observed in the clinical trials may not reflect the rates observed in practice. What we got in our trials may have nothing to do with reality. We admit that up front, this vaccine is proven safe and effective. And you think you're going to stop these people from building a bat lab in Fort Collins and studying diseases in bats. Okay. When you have this much stupid going for you, there's nothing that can stop you because you're too stupid to be stopped. You're literally Hitler too stupid to be stopped. This is another disadvantage that smart people have. You know what I'm talking about because you're smart because you're listening to me. I'm smart because I'm saying smart things. We, we are so disadvantaged in this world because we're just too intelligent to be too stupid to just plow our way through life oblivious to what's going on. We actually understand consequences. Right? How can women be unhappy? Women are so goddamn stupid and have no concept of consequences, and yet they're unhappy all the time. They're more unhappy than men are. As men, we recognize, oh, shit, man, there's consequences. Ew, I fucked this up. I could lose my job. If I fuck this up, man, I tear my hand off. I, mean, I got to reach in that thing and pull this thing out. I might rip my finger off. We're surrounded by consequences. And yet somehow or another, we manage to be happier than women who walk around in complete oblivion all the time. Oh, my God. Did you see Taylor Swift concert? Oh, shit. That reminds me. Guys, okay, this is no bullshit. I saw this on the television. This is true. And this is something I need to say this to you because I know I've been very worried about this. I know you've been worried about this too because again, we're men. We are not oblivious. We are very intelligent. We pay attention to the world around us, to important things. This is not a joke, okay? You know, the Super Bowl is coming up. 
And you may not have known this. I'm sure I, well, you did. Never am I saying, I know you knew this. Taylor Swift has a concert in Japan before the Super Bowl. Well, I saw on the TV that Taylor Swift is going to make it back to the United States in time for the Super Bowl. Boy, when the angel from God brought me that message via the television, there was a great burden that was lifted from my soul. I had been worried about this. Ever since I found out she was performing in Japan prior to the Super Bowl, I was laying awake at night. You know, is T. Swift going to make it back in time to go to the Super Bowl? And we've got these people around us with all these petty concerns like, does the Wuhan vaccine cause heart attacks in 14-year-old high school athletes? And should there be a bat lab in Fort Collins where they put Ebola into a building that's not even barely a BSL-2, much less a BSL-4, which is what required to study Ebola? You know, just all the, what about, you know, the Jews and the Russians and the Ukrainians and the Palestinians and, and who Hunter Biden is having sex with and snorting cocaine off of their butt crack now? All of these, all these little things that the truly stupid people concern themselves with. But see, you and I, we understand what's important in life. And now that we know that Taylor Swift will be back in the United States in time for the Super Bowl, it's like, it's like a burden has been taken off of my shoulders. So the clinical trials may or may not reflect what will actually happen in reality. Well, good thing we did these clinical trials. These are really useful. <clears throat> the clinical development program for in Irvebo, I'm God, these fucking these fucking words. And they have to make up these words so they can buy the .com domain. Irvebo included clinical studies conducted in North America, Europe, and Africa, in which 609 participants, 12 months through 17 years of age, and 18,007 participants, 18 years of age or older, received at least one dose of Iverbo. The number of participants vaccinated with Iverbo in double-blind placebo-controlled trials was 2,913, and in open-label trials was 15,703. Now, I'm not reading every bit of this. Study number one was conducted in Liberia. Study number two was conducted in the United States, Canada, and Spain. Study number three is conducted in the Republic of Guinea. Is that Guinea? That is Guinea. I know the country Guinea. I just had to make sure that that's how it's spelled. Study number four was conducted in Sierra Leone. Is that, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly or not. If you're from Sierra Leone, I'm not trying to insult your country. Study number five, Republic of Guinea again. Study number six, Liberia. Sierra Leone, Mali, and the Republic of Guinea. All right. Table number one. 
Percentage, participants 18 years old solicited local and systematic adverse reactions after vaccination from study number one. So this is from study number one that was done in Liberia. So we have the vaccine and then we have the placebo. N equals 500 in both cases. So they gave the vaccine to 500 people. They gave the placebo to 500 people. Injection site pain. Of the people that received the vaccine, 34% reported injection site pain. Of the people who got the placebo, 11.2% reported injection site pain. Injection site. Now, placebos are an interesting thing because a placebo works or doesn't work in theory because you expect it to work or expect it not to work. Now, something like injection site pain, well, you're injecting something into somebody's body. So 11% of the placebo felt some pain, 34% of the virus, of the vaccine, felt some pain. So if you say, well, 11 is like the baseline, because look, if you inject a fluid into somebody's arm, regardless of what kind of fluid it is, even if you stick a needle in somebody's arm, you're going to feel some fucking injection site pain. So if we say that 11% is like the normal number of people that would feel pain when you inject some shit, regardless of what it is, into their arm... But an additional 23% felt injection site pain from this vax. We're skipping some stuff here. Headaches. The placebo, 23% experienced headaches. 36.9% of the vax people experienced headaches. Fevers. 14.8% placebo experienced a fever. 34.3% of the vax receivers experienced a fever. That's twice as many. Now, here's what's kind of interesting to me. Is when you got this many placebo receivers getting headaches and fever and feeling pain. So they expected these things. So So some percentage of them subconsciously maybe knew that this shit was going to be bad. We got muscle pain, 32% for the vaxxed, 22% for the placeboed. We got fatigue, 18% for the vaxxed, 13% for the placeboed. Nausea, 8% for the vaxxed, 4% for the placeboed. So placeboed people... We're expecting, to some extent, these bad things to happen. That's why they manifested. Table number two, this is for vaccine study number two. Study number two was the one in the United States, Canada, and Spain. 1,197 people total. Those receiving the vaccine 
n equals 1051, those receiving the placebo, n equals 133. Now, when you're doing a placebo, as far as I'm concerned, if it's not split down the middle between the actual vax and the placebo, that seems a little fishy to me. Why they did 1,000 people with the vax and 100 people with the placebo, I don't know. Injection site pain for the vaxxed, 69.5%. For the placebo, 12.8%. That's a far larger disparity than in study number one, which was conducted in Liberia. I don't know. Maybe Liberians are just tougher than people from the United States, Canada, and Spain. I don't know about Spain, but I mean the United States and the Canada are two of the most pussified countries on earth. Injection site swelling, 16% versus 3%. Injection site redness, 11.9% versus 1.5%. Joint pain, 17.9% versus 3.0%. There's some pretty significant differences there between your VAX, which is safe and effective, and the placebo. Table number three, this is study number six. That was the one conducted in Liberia, Sierra Leone, Mali, and the Republic of Guinea. The vaxxed, N equals 592. The placebo, N equals 412. Injection site pain, 21.5% versus 4.1%. Injection site swelling, 3.7% versus 2.9%. Headache, interest, now this is interesting, headache, 55.1% versus 43.4%. Not that big of a difference. Fever, 39.2%, 22.8%. Nausea, 9.5%, 6.3%. Vomiting, 4.4 versus 1.2. I mean, maybe Americans and Canadians, Canadians, Canadians really are just that big of a pussies. I don't know. Study number six, here's the data on the children, my children, 12 months through two years of age, 95 kids got the vax, 60 got the placebo, fever, 83.2% for the vaxxed, 66.7% for the placebo. I don't know, maybe you shouldn't be injecting shit into fucking 12 month old children, period. The placebo gave 66% of them a fever? I, I'm assuming, I don't know, this data might be in here. The placebo, I'm assuming, dangerous to do, the placebo is completely inactive ingredients. So injecting them with a placebo gave 66% a fever. So why don't you stop injecting shit into kids? But we can't, we can't stop. As a society, we're just so obsessed with fucking injecting shit into children, with cutting their penises off, with fucking with their hormones. We just can't stop. By we, I mean white women and their beta male servants. Just can't stop. 
three years old through 11 years old. So we got 12 months to two years. We got three years to 11. I guess there is no wait. That math, never mind. That math works. Ugh, I'm challenged. 310 got the vax. 205 got the placebo. Fever 64.8% versus 37.1%. 12 years old through 17 years old, 203 got the vax, 123 got the placebo, 48% had a fever of the vaxed, of the placebo, 27% had a fever. So the numbers go down, right, in the vax, in the youngest category, 83%, in the next, 64, in the next, 48. Once again, why don't we just stop injecting shit into children? That's not an option, is it? By the way, this thing I'm reading is in the show notes. It should be. I'm pretty sure this is in the zip file that you can download that goes with the show. Unsolicited adverse reactions. In study number two, the unsolicited adverse reaction of chills was reported in 7.3% of Everbo recipients compared to 0% of placebo recipients. Parasinasia, which is pain and needling, itching of the skin, was reported in 1.4% of Everbo recipients compared to zero of those who received the placebo. In an analysis across blinded placebo-controlled studies, excluding study number six, joint joint stiffness was reported to occur in 7 to 40% of vaccine recipients. Pregnancy. Section 8.1. Pregnancy. All pregnancies have a risk of birth defect, loss, or other adverse outcomes. In the United States general population, the estimated background risk of major birth defects and miscarriage is clinically recognized in pregnancies is 2% to 4% and 15 to 20% respectively. There are no adequate and well-controlled studies of Everbo in pregnant women, and human data available from clinical trials with Everbo are insufficient to establish the presence or absence of vaccine-associated risk during pregnancy. The decision to vaccinate a woman who is pregnant should be considered the woman's risk should be should that the decision to vaccinate a woman who is pregnant as opposed to vaccinating a man who is pregnant, should consider the woman's risk of exposure to Zaire Ebola virus. A developmental toxology study has been performed in female rats administered a single human dose of Everbo on four occasions, twice prior to mating, once during gestation and once during lactation. This study reveals no evidence of harm to the fetus due to Everbo. The potential for transmission of the vaccine from virus, good God, the potential for transmission of the vaccine virus from mother to the fetus is unknown. Safe and effective. 8.4, pediatric use. The safety and effectiveness of Everbo in individuals 12 months through 17 years of age have been established, period. Period. 
the safety and effectiveness of a verbo in individuals 12 months through 17 years of age have been established, period. It's 100% safe and effective for your children. And this, my friends, is what we call science because right here in section 17, it says, advise vaccine recipients, parents or guardians of the following. Everbo may not protect all vaccinated individuals, so it might not work. <laughs> Transmission of the vaccine virus is theoretically possible. Vaccine virus RNA has been detected in the blood saliva or ur saliva or urine for up to 14 days after vaccination. The duration of shedding is not known. However, samples taken 28 days after vaccination tested negative. Vaccine virus RNA has been detected in fluid from skin vesicles and that appeared after vaccination. But it is safe and effective, or at least safe for your 12 month old baby. This, my friends, is science. God sent his best angels the devil's on his way. to talk to the best scientist to create the best vaccine to save the best people so they could have the best democracy they could elect the best politicians Those politicians, the best politicians, could send the best money and the best weapons to the best Jews in Israel so they could kill Palestinians. People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state for the record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. And masks are protective, and we but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is. There has not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects. There are unintended consequences. People keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face. And can you get some schmutz sort of staying inside there? Of course. You do not need to wear a mask indoors if, in fact, you've been vaccinated. Good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If, in fact, you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected, and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at, at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The, 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 the pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric, actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now, if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes. But the child can't, not to beat it, yeah. beat it to death. Yeah. Yes. 